Welcome to the Veggies Banger Reviews. I'm Veggie. And I'm Mrs. Veggie. And today we're talking about Demon Slayer Episode 8. For his next mission, Tanjiro heads to the bustling area of Asakusa, Tokyo, to find the demon hiding among the crowds. We pick right back up where Episode 7 ended, which is great, where a new demon's been created by Muzan, and we're seeing in real time what Tanjiro has to do, or how is Tanjiro going to get out of the situation. And he lets Muzan go, but puts him on blast and shouts that he will come after him, etc. And we find out that Muzan has been using an alter ego with his family, which I thought was really clever and something that we needed to see was that he is super smart in that he has separated his demon life from his quote unquote human life. Um, so I thought that was actually very good. And then we're, we're kind of introduced to a new demon who's trying to help Tanjiro throughout this awkward situation. So before we go talk about this new demon, let's talk about the demon that uh, Musan has turned. So Tanjiro, you see the compassion part of Tanjiro come back out because he le- legitly takes off his cow hood, whatever you want to actually refer to it as, wraps it around his hand and stuffs it in the newly formed demon's mouth and pretty much explains that like, hey, it's going to be okay. You're perfectly fine. I'm not going to kill you because you haven't killed anyone yet. Uh, so it, it's pretty cool that Tanjiro still has this thing uh, that like when he finds a demon that actually has killed people, he's it's easy for him to kill said demon. And then when it's a newly formed demon, he practices compassion and says, hey, like it wasn't your fault that this happened to you kind of thing. Let me try to protect you as much as I can. Well, and we get pointed out this. But he still calls that person a person. They're not a demon to him yet. And then when we see this other demon appear to help, they even acknowledge like, hey, you talk to that person as a person, even though they're technically a demon now. We also learn that this new demon that's like on the scene also wants to stop Muzan. So we get some story propulsion that way. Um, even though we don't get to see what happens to this, I'm going to refer to them as a baby demon because they're not like a full-fledged demon yet. So the new demon that we're interest- introduced to is Lady Tamaro. Tomorrow? Tamayo. Tamayo? Tamayo. Uh, which the first scene that you actually see of her is her scratching herself and releasing blood from her arm. And I don't know if that's how they, and I don't know if that's how they start the like spell casting of the blood act. Like if it's like, hey, you have to use some of your blood to physically cast said spell. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Maybe a little bit of lore. I'm not sure yet. I guess we find out later. It was also a great dichotomy between, you know, this graphic idea that they're cutting their themselves and, you know, they're breaking skin and blood is essentially oozing out. But then it's very flowery. It's very pretty. It's this intense yellow and it's a very ethereal and it takes over the whole entire area because even the police are like, what's up with all these flowers? I can't see anything. So I thought it was a really good dichotomy of images and it fits with this demon, Tamiyo. Um, so I think we'll learn more about it. Hopefully we get more of that lore moving forward. What I'm really glad, though, is that we acknowledge that Tanjiro abandoned Nezuko with the Udon Noodle guy. So also with the Udon Noodle guy, fun fact, uh, most people don't know that I went to culinary school. And one of the biggest things in a fancy, super high-end restaurant is they don't put salt and pepper on the table because it's actually very offensive for you to ask 
or request salt and pepper to salt and pepper a chef's dish. So I don't know if that's the same thing that goes in Japan, where this guy was very upset that Tandro ordered the udon noodles and physically dropped the bowl and left and ran away before even eating it. Uh, but I think it, it, it actually is because Tandro then says, hey, give me two bowls of udon noodles and like I'll eat them right in front of you just to show how good they are and how like amazing of a cook you are. I will say the udon noodle bowl did look really good. Uh, when I have ramen, that's actually when you see the scene of him eating that, that's how I look when I shove ramen and noodles in my face. Just add a beard. <laughs> uh, but from there, they uh, he consumes the uh, udon noodles, both bowls of udon noodles. And he says like, hey, thank you so much. That was a great meal. And Fizzly, uh, they turn around and start walking away. And then you see uh, Nezuko get into her like, little demon form of like, hey, something's going on. And so we're introduced then to Yushiro, even though we don't have his name at that time. And he has to escort them to Tamiyo because there's a concealment spell. And I guess this concealment spell is stronger than what Tundro's probably dealt with before. This scene is kind of cute because Tundro immediately goes into big brother mode when Yushiro insults Nezuko and says that she's not attractive. I appreciated that. That was some redemption to his language that he used towards her last episode for me i just thought that was really cute and very big brotherly um so then we finally get into tamio's house i'm not sure if it's a house or a place of business um and we learn that the woman's going to be fine but the baby demon the guy that just got turned has to be chained up downstairs and one thing we didn't address that tamio is actually a doctor so she she states earlier in the episode like yes i'm a demon but I also am a doctor. Yes. And so this starts a dialogue and a conversation between Tundro and her about, hey, can you change Nezuko back into a human? Is this possible? To at which point she says, yes, it is. However, we don't have that information yet. And I need research. I need information. And starts this agreement in this alliance, essentially, between Tundro and her to get blood but also attack people who are closest to Muzan. And I think that's really important because now Tundro has a secondary mission on top of his primary mission that basically sent him to this part of the city. And we actually did skip over the one cool part of this episode. And that's when Muzan is, he leaves his family to the taxi and or whatever they refer to in Japan and says like, Hey, get my family home safe. He's, Pretty much he's like, I got to attend to business, even though we knew what he's really doing. And he turns around, walks through an alley, runs into what I assume is like a drunk guy. Um, and he bumps into him. And Musan actually bumps into the guy. And Musan is like very apologetic. He, he, You can tell he doesn't want anything to actually have this interaction with the guy. He's like, just leave me alone. So he's like, hey, I'm sorry. But the drunk guy, being the drunk guy, pushes it too far and pretty much grabs Musan by the shoulder. And is like, hey, look where you're going, bud. We have something like you bumped into me. We're going to fight. Uh, that's when like the super demon strength comes down. Muzan punches the dude in the face so hard that it throws him against the wall. He bashes his wall, his head against the wall. And that pretty much just kills the guy instantly, uh, which enrages the bigger brother. That's, I don't know, eight foot tall comparison compared to the smaller brother. Uh, that's when Muzan then kicks the bigger brother into space and ruptures like every organ and I guess in his body because when he gets to the top of the peak of the the flight he spews blood all over the ground um after that 
the sister there is crying and he Muzan asks the sister like a bunch of questions like, hey, do you think I'm ugly? Do you think I'm pale? Like pretty much like I'm an okay human. Like I'm not a demon, even though he is a demon. But he, it was seemed what, what I got out of it. It seemed like he was going to let the sister go and be like, hey, go about your way. But that's when he actually takes his hand, spins out. I don't know if you want to call it a talent, longer fingernail, whatever you want to call it, and sticks it in the middle of her forehead. And then he says to her, like, hey, what happens when I give you so much demon blood of mine? It's such a fast transfer to the human body that you guys can't stand it, that you guys just turn into mush. Yeah, essentially. So when I saw this, I was pretty much wondering, is this what he did to Nezuko? Like, did he physically, like, stop? Because you don't see any, like, slash marks or puncture marks even on Nezuko. Like, you don't, they never go over, like, oh, she was bitten or whatever. So far, it seems like, one, I would say most of the his blood is by his fingernails. Because legitly, the, if the demon bites another demon, so the Muzan attacked the guy into the town and he bit his wife in the shoulder, would his wife become a demon? Or does it have to be through the fingernails? Or could even that demon turn into somebody into a demon? And the cool thing about the question that I just asked is it's physically answered later in the episode. Yes, it is. Um what I actually really liked about this whole scene with Muzan is that he's clearly triggered by the idea of death because the drunk guy insults him by calling him pale. Oh, did you just keel over? And when he's basically antagonizing this poor woman who hasn't done anything to him, he's basically like, I'm as about as close to perfection as you can get. I will never die. And he's clearly triggered by the idea of death, which then leads us to a flashback in his mind, after he sends his little demon peons to attack Tanjiro, that he was really close to death at one point. And I can't wait to explore that more in later episodes. Yeah, I, when they go back to the, the flashback, uh, you can tell the one thing about the demon uh, slayer that you can see, and he has the red hair, and it's long. I'm thinking Tanjiro's dad is in there somehow. Uh, but I guess... Eventually, maybe we find out that Muzan killed uh, Tandra's dad in early age. And maybe that's why he's or oh, big brain right here. Maybe this is something that uh, Tandra's dad is at the point of killing um, Muzan after attacking like Muzan's family. Maybe like they're actually like prior family. They're all demons and say Muzan kills out, comes out and kills his family. And that's why Muzan takes the time to go out and kills Tandra's family. Interesting. Okay. That might, we, I mean, we'll figure out hopefully motivations and history throughout this whole process. Um, so we're given that whole part of the story. The other part that I really gleamed from this is that Tamiyo and Yushiro have basically become vampires going back to my original kind of relating demons to vampires. Cause now they only drink blood. They are vampires guys. They've become vampires. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird concept that they're like, hey, we don't actually like take blood from people. We go and ask them for it, which I guess is kind of a cool concept uh, because they, they officially are like, yes, they're using the blood to stay alive, but they're actually studying how to help and take over Musan and stuff. Yeah. And what I thought was really enduring was that when Tundro finds out this is what he has to do in order for this medicine to exist... He goes, oh my gosh, it's not only going to help Nezuko, it's going to help so many other people. And you see Tamiyo 
be surprised by that. And I think that was really quite sweet. And then, of course, the moment gets ruined when the demon peons or whatever you want to call them attack. They break the concealment spell and they basically blow up the place using bouncy balls. So, yeah, that was my my question was going to be two things. One, can demons sense other demon spells? Because ideally, Tanjiro couldn't do it because of the containment spell. Uh, He couldn't smell. So, like, ideally, physically, he can't see it, of course, but he couldn't smell where like in uh, the episode earlier, he could smell the demon underground and everything. So ideally he could smell the demon, but this was a containment spell that contained everything. So therefore he couldn't have any interaction with the demon without being brought there. And two, bouncy balls, like seriously, like what kind of weapon? I guess all I can think about was uh, a green um, goblin throwing his pumpkins at at Spider-Man. I went to dodgeball, <laughs> which I mean, those things really hurt if they hit you. So I'm not surprised. Um, the other thing with with these new demons that were being introduced to is that the guy has eyeball hands and I was immediately brought to Pan's Labyrinth. I am um, that whole imagery of the guy with the eyeball hands. So I thought it was interesting, different skills that we're seeing or different evolutions of demons that we're seeing. And clearly we're going to understand more about these two new players that have entered the scene um, in the next episode. So yeah, the episode eight does its job. Uh, Definitely is, is one of those again, like not the greatest episodes, but it says, Hey, you like, you need to continue to episode nine. And I think that's how the rest of this is going to go is pretty much like you have one very action packed episode and you have one very lore based episode and two, they just make a good combination. Yeah, I'm I'm actually most excited now because Tanjiro isn't going to do this all by his lonesome. He has to have help and he's going to get help from unexpected allies, including vampire demons and potentially his sister and potentially other demon slayers. Like I'm really fascinated to see the group that ends up going against Muzan. Um, But this, you know, it was a okay episode. It does its job. Um, We're hoping maybe next episode we see more slaying since they're under attack, but who knows? Yeah, we definitely hope in episode nine there's more slaying because you guys know what we're here for. We're here for the slaying. And with that, we'll slay you guys later. Thank you guys always for listening. Please leave us a review on whatever format you listen to us. Uh, Everything helps. It does help the podcast grow. Be sure to check us out also on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash veggie banger or twitch.tv slash Mrs. Veggie.